Hello and welcome to this special edition of Dungeons and Doctorates. And today we are celebrating Free RPG Day, which is a super awesome, awesome, awesome initiative. Uh, and I'm actually really happy to do this. You know, I, I think a lot of people don't get into RPGs because they feel like they need to buy a ton of books, have subscriptions to this or that, which is a shame because obviously while it's nice to have quality material a lot of people have done hard work to make rpgs accessible to everyone and we're actually trying out today lasers and feelings which is literally all it requires is a image off of the internet and three or four six-sided dice which a lot of people have access to and i'll just sort of describe the system a little bit for people who have never done it before essentially lasers and feelings was designed as a um, optimistic, futuristic space exploration genre. Come to your own conclusion what um, famous intellectual property that might be trying <laughs> to emulate. Uh, I'm sure you can figure it out if you're uh, a nerd. Essentially, it wants to make gaming as easy as possible. So in the, in, in the original game, you have lasers, which is sort of like your impulsive, emotional like action, and then you... Wait, that's, that's feelings, weirdly. So... That's what I always find confusing about this. Like, you would think shooting lasers was kind of feelings-y, but lasers is actually the more analytical, thought-out, like, scientific The science-y one. Approach. Mm. Yeah. I mean, lasers are science-y, but I always think of lasers as, like, the pew-pew um, kind of thing. But we're going to rename ours a little bit, because as you may know, we are a fantasy-based podcast, and we have not many lasers in ours. Um, Moonbeams, but not lasers. So we're going to call it intent and instinct, which I think is nice. You know, if you're doing a nice considered action, you'll be doing an intent role. And if you're doing uh, an instinct role, obviously that's kind of like more reactionary or just like gut instinct, kind of more heart over brain kind of thing. And what each player has done is they've chosen a number between, I believe it's two and five. Mm -hmm. uh, as they're either intent or, or instinct number. So each character has decided whether they're more intenty or more instincty. And if you're going for um, intent, for instance, you're actually trying to roll above your number. And if you're going for instinct, you're going for lower than that number, whether you succeed or fail, or maybe you fail a little bit or succeed a little bit. Um, I don't really like running hard fails in a game that's supposed to be kind of fun and flowy. So uh, unless you actually have a completely catastrophic role um, and you may fail in hopefully a funny fashion. Uh, and if you get your exact number, um, you get what in the original system is called laser feelings. But for us, it'd be like super intent or super instinct and something really cool might happen. Or you might get to sort of ask me a question about the world and the story to help you along, which is a really sweet mechanic, especially for people who haven't played RPGs before, because it gives you the chance to kind of like get the, the game master to help you move the story along because it can be hard if you've never played before to have that sort of like improvisational instinct and sort of plot and story instinct. Although if you've seen movies, you know that there's really nothing new under the sun. So I think a lot of the time, uh, I think you'll be able to figure it out uh, for yourselves as well. Um, so I think what we'll do is we're actually going to introduce our characters kind of as the story demands, which... I guess we can start on.
To set the scene, we are once again at the University of Firmastus, our magical university set in the city of Firmastus. And the four of you are fairly young students, so our normal characters are postgraduates, but these characters are fresh-faced first or second-year students still making their way into adulthood in the world and, of course, getting to grips with their subjects of choice. Now, as you know, students have very busy days they have to move a lot all over campus and you all find yourself moving from one class to another. I imagine some of you might be in a hurry. Some of you might like to take your time. I know as a student, uh, I often enjoyed the lecture theatres that had both a front and a back entrance because the back entrance was a very stealthy way to sneak in late because I went to the vending machine or something, which happened frequently because I like to snack. Um, so I'm not sure what kind of mood you're all in at the moment. Uh, I'm sure we'll find that out soon. And each of you are crossing the main quad very close to the, the, the famous statue of the founder of the university that adorns the centre of this quad. Uh, and let's start with Ben. Ben, what would the other characters see and notice about you? Um, so... Unlike some of the the fresh-faced uh, youngsters that are at this university, I'm I'm actually my character uh, is a mature age student. Um, so, so Ben, uh, how many questions did your character ask the lecturer during the previous lecture that you were in? Uh, a number, of, yeah, definitely a lot of questions, and some of them were useful. Yeah, which I think is actually an underappreciated thing by younger students in lectures that like. Someone else has that question, but just wasn't like brave enough to ask. And mature age students are just like, nah, I'm here to learn. Like, I want to know. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so Vernon, uh, he's got a bit of a receding hairline, um, a little bit of a dad bod, polo shirt and cargo shorts. Um, he's and he's got a, a backpack full of notebooks. He's here to learn. He's here to to really get things done. Great. And what is your uh, character build? Is it intent or is it instinct? Uh, so it's a little kind of middle of the road, but a little bit more intent. So bet uh, between the two and the five, he's a three. Great. Awesome. So Kate, uh, what do the other characters notice about you as you're crossing eyes in the university quad? Uh, Anne, is, Anne is quite... Um... She walks quite with a lot of intent and a lot of purpose to get to and from the places that she needs to go. She doesn't really carry very much with her, um, but those things that she does have, she knows exactly where they are. So, you know, that thing of when someone reaches down for um, something out of their pocket, it's there's no feeling around for which pocket did I put it in. It's grabs out of pocket, has, it, has in pocket. If I was uh, putting her, putting a number on her, uh, I think I would give her a uh, five. A five <laughs> for reasons mm -hmm. for reasons that will become apparent, presumably. Hang on, should we, we should, should we clarify which one is? We should so uh, five. You are so uh, to use the original laser lasers to feelings scale. Mm. Um, if you are better at lasers, which is like your calm, precise action, that kind of thing. Um, is that you want a high number if you are better at feelings, intuition, diplomacy, 
that kind of thing. Um, you're more on a lower number. So she's a five. She's a five. Yep. So you're you're wanting to uh, to roll low a lot of the time. Oh, please. I, I would like to roll under my number as much as possible, yes. Yeah. Great. So we have a returning guest for today's game, Debbie. Hi. Hello. And what would our audience uh, and the characters here like to know about your character? So I think that Prudence is the complete opposite from Anne. She is um, a very flustered young lady whose eyes are darting around the courtyard. She's got um, hands full of books. She's dressed very, very conservatively compared to the other students um, on campus. She's wearing um, quite a high neck and a full-length skirt at the moment um, and has her hair in a little scarf. Um, And I would say that she is not only flustered but nervous Mm. and you can kind of see her muttering to herself under her breath saying like oh no no, maybe it's not so bad if I'm late maybe maybe they won't kick me out um and so she's very feelings not necessarily because she's not smart but I think she has too much self-doubt to have very high intent yeah great and what is your number for today's game I'm gonna pick a two two all right (laughs) very yeah, very, very uh, instincty, I think. Mm-hmm. So we have a brand new guest on today's podcast. We have NVCDM. I mean, before we talk about your character, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, thank you very much. Um, hi, everyone. I am NVCDM, um, and I am a general um, scourge of TTRPG <laughs> streams and or other content um, across the internet and the wider universe. Um, I do funny voices and I guest on a lot of things. Um, I have a regular stream that I'm on on a Tuesday absurdly late um, for Australian time that I'm in with a bunch of guys in Scandinavia, uh, so that's fun. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much me. I just hang out and play games with all the cool people. Yeah, great. Um, the cool people. Guys, we made it. <laughs> we made it. Hooray. And as always, you can check out our social media accounts at Ding Doctorates on various things. We always like to post some links for our guests so that you can find out about them. Like to foster a little bit of a community here as well. So make sure you check them out. And what would our players notice about your character? Um, so my character is a very laid back looking fellow. Um, probably idle. It's like slowly longboarding their way to class um wearing board shorts and a t-shirt that looks like it probably has some food stains on it like they just rolled out of bed heading here um spook is studying uh despite um their laid-back appearance spook is actually um studying engineering um for their number it will be a five uh, four sorry i think slightly more because they also like anthropomorphize machines a little bit. You know, it's mm. like when you kind of get attached to them. So I think slightly more towards the traditional lasers, but not so much as to be um, sort of a hard line. Excellent. So as I mentioned previously, you are all walking towards your next class. And as you approach the statue, you notice a blindingly white light, so much so that it essentially envelops your entire vision. And you hear a very 
deep but present rumbling noise as the ground beneath you itself seems to shake. And as the white flash of light and recedes and your vision returns, you notice that you are still standing where you were previously, but everything looks very different. In fact, as you look around you, the university itself seems to be in ruin. Um, uh, 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 uh. Prudence is just going to put her hands like over her, her ears and just start uh, freaking out. Uh, Vernon's going to start cleaning his glasses because this is very, something's gone wrong with his glasses. That can't be right. I don't understand. What is going on? I don't believe your behavior is going to help us today. <laughs> hey. Uh, Anne is going to walk across to Prudence and just like look at her in a studying kind of manner in that like <laughs> um, Vernon's going to going to walk over to, to Prudence as well. Hey. It'll be okay. Everything will be fine. Just oh. okay, look at me. Okay. Look at me. Okay. You and me. Okay. We're all going to get through this. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, just breathe. We're fine. Okay. So, uh, Miss, this is, um, Vernon looking at Anne. You seem pretty calm. Do you know where we are? No, I do not. However... I feel like we should do some form of investigating to find out what has happened to us, as it seems not to have affected all of the students at the university. Maybe it's the apocalypse. Hmm. I think we would have had more warning if the entire world were in jeopardy. We have had warning. Our high priest has been telling me about him for the last 18 years. Anne just blinks at Prudence's <laughs> sentence there. Um, I, I didn't think it would look like this. I thought there would be more, more volcanoes. Uh, Vernon's going to yell out uh, to the guy on the skateboard. Hey, hey, wheels, slow down. The crikey, what the bloody hell's happened here? Your guess is as good as mine, my friend. I, uh, I don't... It looks like the university, but it also looks wrong, right? Like everyone can see this, right? It's not, I, I did clean these, didn't I? Imprudence is going to look around a bit more and um, calm down a little bit and say, oh, yeah, yeah, um, that's where my class was supposed to be. But um, uh, it doesn't really look like class is on anymore. I agree. Perhaps we should look around and figure out what has happened to us all. Can I take a big sniff of the air mm. and see if I can smell anything? Yeah, absolutely. That's my sniff. Right. Should I roll a... So we're rolling 2d6. 2d6, okay. So with that, I got two threes for a sum of six. Great. 
And you are, I forget whether you want a high or low. Uh, it's, it's Isn't using it? lasers or like, sorry, uh, instinct or what? Because that'll depend. If she's using like, like the equivalent of lasers, she wants to roll under her number. Yeah. If she, so whatever, based on whatever her number is. So is it? I thought you roll a, I thought you rolled a dice. And if you roll multiple dice, you just have a higher chance of getting the number yes, you want. Yes, because if you get one, you succeed. If you get two, you succeed better. Mm-hmm. Like it's about how much you succeed by. Right. Okay. Mm. So I'm, uh, Prudence is smelling the air because she's worried uh, that it's the apocalypse and was told that volcano is a part of the apocalypse. So she's essentially sniffing for volcanic smells, which I think would be an instinct. Cool. So if I just roll one, then I still got a six. Great. You want to smell for volcanic activity. Mm-hmm. I would say you don't smell any, like, sulfur or, um, you know, those kinds of, like, caustic smells that you might associate with volcanic activity. Having said that, there is definitely, like, an air of, like, scorching, you know, like some, some amount of energy has come through the place for sure. Okay, um, I'm just going to say... Um, can things be burnt or scorched by things other than volcanoes? Because that's what it smells like. If you've ever used a barbecue, you know for sure things can definitely be scorched without volcanoes. I've or, never used a barbecue. Oh. Or if you have hang, hung out with any of the wizards. I mean, depends on the heat cal- depends on the heat coefficient. That is very true, Sport. I had not thought about it that way. Can somebody find that out? So I think I think this this is turning into a bit of a group project. So I think it's important we introduce ourselves to each other so we can have names we can call each other. Because I don't think I've seen the three of you in my law classes. Oh no. No, hi, I'm Prudence. Um I think I wanna be a botanist, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh I'm I'm Vernon. Um, back in my small town of Conwell Grove, I was the de facto lawyer, but it turns out you need a, a law degree to kind of keep doing that as a job, even though I've been doing it for years. So, uh, here I am getting my, my paper. Hello, I am Anne. Uh, I have come to this university to better understand other living creatures. I go by Spork, um, only here because we have a test today in the engineering faculty. Okay. Well, it's nice to meet the three of you. Um, Ross, as I look around the the quad, does anything look out of place? Like any extra buildings or buildings that should be there that shouldn't, like... I, I know you said it looks like, it looks like it's, everything's in ruins, but is anything very obviously and if you want i can pull out my my campus map which i carry in my bag of to to compare yeah so roll roll like a investigation look around kind of check that feels like an intent sure let's go with that i rolled a two i feel like i fail Okay, I mean, you don't notice any... Um, it's hard because it everything looks in chaos. You know, like you're used to looking at the campus as a built environment and now everything just is wrong. You know, like the buildings are 
a lot of the buildings are crumbled or look like they're in bad shape. Um, there's kind of pieces of debris. Um, but you certainly don't notice any, like, new buildings or, like, anything that shouldn't be on campus. But it's very hard to say, of course, without really having a close look, I would say, with a role like that. Okay. Are there any well-known... Oh, the no, that doesn't work. Um, I would like to look around. So this is going to be an intent, I'm guessing, um, for anything that might indicate that we're in a different year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I will let you do intent or instincts based on, like, how you want to... Um, oh, okay. So my uh, prudence was raised. Um, she is an, from like an order domain religion um, and they were quite, they didn't really like technology. So she's probably quite good at um, using the sun to tell time mm-hmm. because that's how they did a lot of their growing and stuff. And I want to look up to the sun and see if I can notice anything about its position, if it's weird. Great. So what you, uh, well, do a roll, I guess. Mm-hmm. Can I have an extra dice because of that explanation? Yeah, absolutely. I will say you are prepared and potentially an expert. So I got a five and a two. Great. And I wanted to roll high. Awesome. So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so you noticed from that that um, it's the same, it's like it's the exact same time. So whatever happened, it's the same time. But based on, you know, how the sun over time kind of has like a certain mm-hmm. pattern, you are now in the future somewhere. Okay. Um, well, it looks like it's still midday, um, but I think that we might have gone forward in the future. And oh. going to sort of look around and see if what has just been said lines up with her understanding of what Ford in the future could have That's... been could have happened in the future great um yeah do a roll um having a look around um how many d6 would you like me to roll Ross? um as an what what is your primary function as an android uh she has been looking at sort of the wise of if i was talking about people i'd say humanity but like creature manity um as sort of how and why they work the way they do. So that's, but probably more in a life science-y kind of way, not necessarily in a um, sociological kind of way. Okay. I mean, that would, I, I think you're a very intenty character, so I think you're, but I will say I, I don't think you're an expert, and I would go as far as to say is you're probably not prepared for no. this kind of investigation necessarily, I'm... although in my head there are sort of two checks and... All right, I'll tell you what, what, you, what you can do. You can roll two dice, mm-hmm. but you must roll the first one. And that will be for a certain type of check. And then I'll let you roll a second dice for the... Okay. And you can use either for that second check. How about that? Okay. First dice is a four. And given I use lasers for basically everything because she's very intenty, uh, that's under my number. So that's good. Okay. And then the other one... Uh, I, I rolled my number exactly, Russ, which means Great. I get, like, the super thing. Awesome. Because 
which, which in the normal game is called laser feelings. But I don't remember what we decided to call it. Hey, like super intent for you. All super right. Super intent. So, for the first roll, um, you look around. There's no one here. Not appear to be anybody in this vicinity. But Why then have we ended up here? So that's strange. Um, and because you did roll really well for the second one, this was the harder check. Um, there is a distinct discoloration around the statue that radiates outwards from the statue, like dark marks on the ground centered around the statue, which is in two pieces. Something appears to have happened to the statue of Remar Darastrix. Can anybody else see this? Are yeah. we in the radius? Can I um, have a look? Yeah, um, you can take a closer look for sure. Um, I would say probably this is an intent check, just because obviously like having a real considered look at something would be quite an intenty thing to do. And are we in the radius of the the glow or the mark or whatever it is? Yeah, so I will say Android would have noticed this too. There is a distinct, uh, there are four distinct circles where the blast marks are absent. Like there's a circle and then the, 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 the discoloration is kind of like there's a, there are four circular spots roughly corresponding to where you're standing to where that blast mark is just weirdly not there. Like you think it should be even, but there's just these four spots where the blast mark is just, the discoloration is just missing. I feel like we need to look further than here to find our answers as to why we have ended up here. Great. And Spork, you wanted to have a close look at the statue, I think. So, um, uh, yeah, why don't you roll? I think, I mean, you're pretty prepared, right? Because you're, you know, you've had time to think now. So I think 2d6 would be, would be good. So my first roll was a four. Great. And the second one was a five. Five. Okay. And you're trying to roll... What's your number? Four. Four. And that was an intent. So that's good, right? That's a... Double success. That's, yeah, that's super. a super intent. So there, um, in the two halves of the statue, like, you look at it, and it's really weird. There's, there's like, a little hollowing in the center of each of the two halves, possibly as if something was actually hidden inside the statue. Okay. Hey, look at this. It looks like someone put something inside the statue. Maybe that's what caused this blast, in air quotes. <laughs> yeah, it looks missing now. Uh, Vernon kind of looks around to see if it's fallen onto the ground somewhere, whatever this thing like does it is it a shape that would we'd recognize as something like is it a cube is it a sphere uh yeah I would say based on like how how good that previous role was I would say it is a like a cylinder or at least something roughly cylindrical like a long sort of circular-ish mm-hmm. um, thing 
like a pipe. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, and it, we don't, I just don't see it kind of on the ground by the statue's feet. Nope. Hmm. Are there any like um, fragments or particles of some kind that could be analyzed to determine whether this was some kind of weird time explosive? There are, it looks like, um, three trails. Uh, you can see, like, little fine dust in three different directions leading away from the statue. Okay. Well, it's unlikely... This is running out loud. It's, it's unlikely this was some kind of timed explosive because that statue's been here for hundreds of years. And a timed explosive with a timer that long. I've, I've never heard of something like that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do dwarves build explosives that, that last that long? Not that I've ever heard of. Whatever it was, it's blown us into next week. Quite literally. And I remember if I saw anyone acting a bit suspicious before the explosion. Yeah, sure. Um, that'd be probably a, a instinct type thing, I would say. Oh, that's a one. That's a failure. Yeah, um, I would say that you were pretty preoccupied, you know, with trying to get to class. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, you just weren't really looking for people being strange. I mean, it's a university campus, you know, there are all types of personalities. and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, every, Everyone seems really strange here to me, so I don't know if anyone was acting stranger than the normal amount of strange. Given that Anne would normally be watching people pretty intently just between classes anyway, because mm. that's a thing she would do, uh, is there anything that she noticed beforehand about anyone's behaviour before we got zapped into quote-unquote next week? Hmm, yeah. Droll, um, for you that's probably intent because you're you're kind of always doing that, right? Like That's your primary mm. function to, to analyse yeah. humans in like a psychological, sociological way. Um, why don't you roll an intent on that one? How many do you want me to roll? I think three. You're, you, you would be prepared and sort of, yeah. you know... And vaguely expert in her yes. trying to kind of work it out. Way uh, a one, a three, and a four, all of which are under the number five. Great, that's uh, pretty good. So, yeah, you saw. Uh, you know, it's funny that you know university students are typically not like super. Like they're a bit, a bit more casual in nature. Maybe the business and law students sort of dress fairly smartly, but. What you did notice was uh, a man who wasn't just smart, but like looked a bit extravagant. Mm-hmm. And he was standing right next to that statue. I noticed that there was a person nearby to the statue moments before we ended up here. I wonder if that person had anything to do with this change in our environment. Um. And I don't want to presume anything about you because we've just met, but you're an android, right? My name is Android. Yeah, yes. but you, you have some kind of like a visual record function. Could you play back the incident? Ooh. Uh, 
I would be willing to try, but I do not want to break the rules of this world. Ben, am I allowed to do that? Um, I mean, what if if we were doing regular D&D, what would Android's class be? I didn't work that out, but like, uh, she's a she scientist, scientist by training. Okay, so could she create illusions? I was going to head her down like the artificer kind of end of things, but I hadn't specifically pulled Yeah, I mean, we can say that she's an artificer and she's using like illusion magic, but like hologram style. Yeah, all right. If, but, That's yep. the flavor I want. That's fine. Yeah, we can do that. Um, I can try. I don't know that I was paying the most attention in terms of direction to this person, but I can see what I can see. That's right. right. Just see if you can pull it up frame by frame. You can do it, Anne. I believe in you. Okay. Uh, She tries to do that. I will attempt to access my record banks to see how this is going. Okay. I'll say because you already rolled well. Um, mm-hmm. there's no need for you to, like, do another roll. Like, you, you know, you, you got it pretty good. So um, what you noticed is, uh, I will say for the sake of, like, good gameplay, that your the resolution is low of your recordings when you're yeah. not purposefully recording. Yeah. Like, like early you, 2000s phone recording. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like... She, she hasn't had an upgrade to her visual record functions in a hot minute because she doesn't yeah. normally need them. She she uses other setups in her research. Yeah. Processed that are higher footage. tech than she can have at home. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. in in order for the um in order for the the, the recording to like it's like in order to keep the buffer low, you, the recording's like you know, the resolution's not great. But mm-hmm. you can quite clearly see in your like visual bank that this extravagant character he was there and then seemed to touch one of the like buttons of the 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 statue's like coat Mm -hmm. and then he disappears and then your vision goes white okay i believe that the gentleman touched a one of the buttons on remar garistrix's coat and then he disappeared. And then my records appear to have been wiped, as all I can see is white. Huh. And kind of because the reason I just wanted to see if she could like live playback is, do I recognize this person? Like, is he from one of the faculties that I'm familiar with? I don't even need to make you roll for that, I don't think. Um, You would be unlikely to have seen this person on campus ever before. Hmm. What age did they seem to be? It's actually hard to tell. Like, they... They they, they are both at the same time sort of middle-aged, but also there's, like, a confidence that they had. You would notice that probably, you know, because that's another weird thing on university, right? Like, a lot of people are quite sort of uh, awkward. So I think... Um, yeah, I think um, you would notice that they were quite confident. But yeah, they're probably, they look about middle age, but they definitely held themselves with a, a like a, a, a more youthful confidence than you would expect, I would say. And when we were looking at the recording, did it look like they pushed the button intention- intentionally or accidentally? There was definitely an intentionality about it, yeah. And, and this was uh, what he was doing. 
the button of on the coat is it like is the button still on the statue like the the coat button still there or is it disappeared like has it been destroyed in the the ruinous things why don't you do a uh, investigation uh all right i think that is i'm doing that with intent great Uh, I rolled uh, over, so unfortunately I fail. I cannot find the button. It's hard to see for you because you don't know where the button is. Yeah, but it, if it's a statue, you'd recognize where a coat should be on the statue. Sure. And I can be like, all right, well, here's where the seam should be. This is probably where the buttons are. I just, I, I just can't find it. Basically, you know, it, it's too camouflage for you to notice, I will say, mm-hmm. uh, with, with, with a one. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, no I can't find the button I was hoping we could just push it and that would like turn it off and on and we go back to the regular campus and we, you didn't no I can't seem to find the button any other buttons oh, it's, a, it's a wizard coat on a statue there are a lot of buttons on this coat but I can't find the button um, are there any sticks around? Uh, like tree sticks, you mean? Like, yeah, like in the explosion, did any tree sticks stay? Yeah, there are sticks. Um, okay, for sure, there are there are some sticks around. Um, I'd like to pick up one of the sticks and like very very slowly, and I'm like going to close my eyes and just have one eye looking through my my fingers, just start prodding each of the buttons great so uh no need to roll for this i mean obviously if you just go down you'll find it um the middle button um while it looks like it's made of stone just gives as you push it although nothing happens um i think i found the button oh Oh, wow i don't know how i missed that Uh, my wife always says i can't see things in front of my face well, you could you could put your glasses back on. Well, yes, but I, okay. Oh, right there it is. Spork waves his hand in front of Vernon's face. Like you see that? Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Thanks. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, thanks, Spork. No worries, mate. Um, so we're pretty sure we've gone forward in time here. Is that right, Prudence? I Hang on, were so. these were these footprints leading away from the statue always here? There are no footprints leading away from. Oh, the there aren't. Just no. what you said. Okay. The tray. There's um white lines. Yeah, like three lines. White lines. White. Okay. Yeah. So there's um, stuff. The, um, there's like there's lines of 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 like a powdery substance, but there are no footprint no footprints. Um, have these can powdery I, lines always been here? Can I try and uh, assess what the powdery substance is while everyone else is discussing the prevalence or lack thereof of sticks? Yeah, great. Um, that would be an intent roll, I think, just to sort mm-hmm. of... I would say it would only be, like, one die because you don't, like... Like, you've got obviously I'm some... A, I'm not a dirt spurt. Yeah, yeah, you've got some basic sensors, but, like, it's more like you'd be doing a visual inspection. Like, you're not like yeah. a Mars rover that has, like, soil anal- oh. analysis things or anything. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, that's a two, which is under my number. So, uh, yeah. So... Actually, you have seen this before, and it's because you would be 
very familiar with this. Um, given that part of your Android nature requires these as like the arcane focus of your function, uh, this was some kind of crystal. It appears to be that this powdery substance was some form of crystal that has since, well, turned to dust. I am unsure of its origin, but hopefully further analysis will assist. And she like collects up a small amount in a sample tube that she carries with her semi-permanently and just tucks it into her belt for further analysis at a later date or when she next has access to a lab. Great. Um, excuse me, Spock, um, have you seen this kind of button mechanic before in your engineering? Look, I've, I've seen many a fair share of buttons. Um, I might take a closer look and uh, see uh, if I can find, if I can work out what kind of inner mechanism it's got. Great. Yeah. So that's probably intent if I'm going to roll for it. Awesome. Um, I would say, obviously, you're qualified for this too because mm-hmm. this is what you do as an engineer. So you just get two dice? Uh, three. You get three if you're an expert. Three dice. Nice. First one is I need to roll under my number, correct? Yeah. Okay. So first one was a one. Second one is a five. Ooh, fail. Third one is a six. Oh, man. That's, yep, that's a par for the course for me. <laughs> that's cool, though. So you still get, uh, you only have to look at, like, you only have to achieve it on one dice, mm. I'm pretty sure is how them. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. The more the more successes you have, the better your outcome. So you succeed a little bit, you succeed a lot, you succeed. But I, yeah, but I don't get to do that thing where I can just, like, bring up a schematic in my brain and be like, yes, this is what it looks like. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> um, not quite like the super laser feelings, like super intent, but that's still a good role. So, well, so what you see is that um, it's literally just like a spring. There's a spring and the, the button just sort of pushes in the spring. But being a sort of engineer or um, artificer, I suppose, if you want to use the sort of D&D term, um, you do notice that there's there's actually a magical connection when you press the button that leads to where you think this crystal was situated, as if pushing the button sort of magically activated the crystal. Hmm. Um, is there a way to determine what kind of magic it might have been? Or is it just like a magical, like, trigger, triggering spark or something like that? Yeah, it would just be a, like a regular sort of okay. warding, you know, where you, you yep. activate the ward and it it, it, it it does something. In this case, it, it just sent some kind of magical energy into that crystal. Yeah, so see right here, this spring activates a ward and that must have activated whatever was in here which you reckon in is probably some kind of crystal what it seems like to me hmm anyone know of any kind of crystals that could cause some sort of a catastrophic shift in both time and possibly space well uh i know a bit of a little bit of everything um it's been my experience that crystals tend to be magic focuses or part of arcane devices um possibly and this is just a you know we're in a, a ruinous cataclysmic situation so it's a bit of a a very long dart throw here um if we get a crystal maybe we can put it back in this statue solve this whole situation push the button again and like push take us back 
and reverse engineer ourselves into last week. I feel like this is worth attempting. Whether it is successful or not, I cannot say, as that would be me trying to predict the future, something I am loath to try to do. So, go on. And Droid, I think you would have noticed this having analyzed the powder. Mm-hmm. There's not enough powder there to account for like the whole volume of that uh, like chasm in the statue. So, like... I do not believe that the entirety of the internals of this statue was made of this crystalline substance. However, I am unable to tell you what else might or might not have been inside. So I think um, you would either infer that or maybe maybe the crisp pieces of the crystal aren't all here. Otherwise, there are certainly things missing from inside this statue. If it is other pieces of crystal that have not formed this powdery substance, we should locate where they are, as it may give us more information regarding what we need to do next. Um, Ross... Mm. Uh, in in Vernon's youth, he, you know, as many kids did, played with fireworks. Mm. <laughs> um, so he's a bit of experience with stuff blowing up. Mm. Um, does it look like there's the statue has exploded from within, and perhaps the crystalline lines of dust mm. might be directions that shards have flown so it definitely does look like a trajectory i would say because you blew up stuff i won't even make you roll like it looks like whatever energy happened bisected the statue that's why it's in two pieces and basically yeah like the three directions is like it looks like the shards just flew out in those directions and are somewhere um well, yeah, it looks to me like maybe this crystal exploded and uh, threw shards in different directions. And generally, what comes up comes down. So if we can find these shards, at least we'll have some uh, some piece of the puzzle, piece of the crystal. <laughs> um, do you reckon from these um, from these blast trails that I might be able to calculate? roughly how far these shards might have flown if indeed they have yeah um that would be an intent roll i think or a bit of quick trigonometry yeah, yeah. i mean you would definitely be like some chalk. With the mathematical calculations that spork is doing yeah sure um why don't uh you roll a die and um spork you roll three because you are kind of an expert oh. in this kind of stuff because the other option is that I just give an extra roll to Spork. Sure, we can do that too. It's uh, your choice. Extra dice to Spork. Yeah. Um, wh- what did you say we're rolling with in 10? Mm. I'll take the roll because I know how high my intent is. So I've got yeah. better odds. So roll three. Um, I've rolled three. They are all under my number. Uh, and mine is also under my number. It's a four. Awesome. So yeah, between the two of you, you make pretty light work of it. And you can kind of ascertain that the way the powder drops off 
like it wasn't slow, you know, like if it was slow, you'd expect more debris, but it's almost as if a little bit of debris spurted out and whatever was making that debris just was gone. So it's probably like within like 500 to 600 meters. So on campus, but not super close to where you are. So you'll, you'll have to sort of follow those lines maybe to, to find the crystal. Ah, looks like we've got a good old fashioned scavenger hunt. Yep, they made a fair work of projectiles, so we're going to have a bit of a trudge before we get there. Ah, well, I've got I've got trail bars. If anyone needs a top up, feeling a bit low on energy, prudence. Um, I I think that I might need that. Thank you. Great. I've also got some trail mix uh, and some some dark chocolate. If anyone's feeling a bit peckish later on, I, I will. I've be never fine. tried chocolate. I wouldn't what? mind. Oh, what? Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, you don't have regular chocolate to compare to, so this is dark chocolate. It's a bit more bitter. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, breaks off a piece, hand it to Prince. She's going to take a little nip and she's like, <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, I don't think that's for me. Oh, well. Um, more for the rest of us. Taste. <laughs> I think that um, Prudence wouldn't lead the scavenger hunt. Should oh, de- be somewhere in the middle. Vernon is definitely le- like, oh yeah, walking. He is. He is. Picked a direction. Picked a, picked a direction. Like, all right, that way, and he's 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 walking. Um, Follow that old guy. Prudence wants to be a botanist, so she's doing lots of plant classes. Um, is there anything about the growth of the grass or the plants around us that might be able to give an indication as to how much time has passed? Yeah, so you would estimate that it's only been like a week or so. Um, it's not been that long. Um, okay, truly isn't an next week then. Yeah. And we're not seeing any bodies there is, of people. You have seen no one. At all, okay. uh, in in the end so far. Um, I'm not sure that they're blessed. Um, well, you know, I don't think that it did anything fatal to anyone. So I don't know what's gone out on in the last week. But hopefully, everyone's your, safe. Perhaps the way to get your answer is for us to follow Vernon and see where he is going. As an older member of the party, perhaps he will be able to provide us with some wisdom. Okay. I'm just going to follow quite close behind Vernon. Uh, Vernon will be regaling you about the time that he he once won a scavenger hunt. Uh, like the, the scavenger hunt that they run annually in Cornwall Grove. Mm. Wow. That's really impressive. Oh, I used to go on a lot of adventures when my youth. I, uh, a bit of a man about town, actually. Anne's going to turn to Spork and just be like, shall we follow the others? Yeah, that's probably the best way of getting out of here. All right, after you. Don't mind if I do. And I um, just hop on my skateboard and start slowly rolling after them. <laughs> <laughs> and then follow suit. Great. So what direction are you going first? I guess there's three shards. Uh, which which of the three would you like to follow? I suppose you don't know the direction, so um, mm. 
One of them looks to have gone towards the gardens. Um, previous listeners might remember a certain statue that got defaced in there. Mm-hmm. One of them looks to have fired towards the library and the other looks to have fired towards the necromancy department. Well, Vernon's in the lead. Um, well, remembering the campus map, if we go towards the library, we can then go clockwise past necromancy and then past the, the uh, gardens. So we'll just library and then clockwise. But Vernon is on a, what, how can I get to all of these places the fastest? Yeah. Type scavenger hunt <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, to the library. Let's just draw an Euler diagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I believe we are traveling towards one of my favorite places on the campus. Awesome. So, yeah, you make your way towards the library and you still haven't seen anyone. Like, you, you thought you might see, like, a cleanup crew or, like, like even some bodies that just hadn't been gotten around to, you know, being recovered by the city yet. But there's there's no one. Like, there's just no one here. And Are we seeing birds? Like, are there any animals around? Yeah, so actually there are still birds and, like, uh, animals around. Just There are just no people. Um, Do we see... Oh, no, what was his name? The dog. Frank. Frank! Do we you haven't Frank seen Frank the boy? as of yet. You haven't seen Frank as of yet. Frank the good boy? <laughs> Frank is the goodest boy. The He's goodest the vice-chancellor's dog. Dog, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because... Yeah. Would make him, I guess, like a dean or something. Yeah. <laughs> the Doge Dean. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you start making your way towards the library, and it, it's a little rough because there are just chunks of like building in the way, and like the occasional tree seems to have just been sort of knocked over in like some kind of accident. But you get to the library, and the top couple of floors look to have caved in, but luckily the ground level seems to be intact. You know, these buildings are pretty sturdy. They're made of pretty good stone, being the university mm. buildings. You know, they're kind of a bit more lavish. Um, and you eventually make your way inside the building. Is there a... Before we went in, was there like, like a noticeable like impact? Like, whether impact crater on the wall or like... Like bullet hole through it. Like, is there was there a, a hole in on the, yeah, the side of the wall? Impact side. Yeah. So I actually think you would notice it because it's actually in the door, um, and it it's actually quite a small hole. Like as if whatever was gone through it, like just went straight through without really like doing as much. Mm-hmm. You know, without sort of. It's not like it exploded through the door. It just went straight through okay well um i you know walk in and it it's either because of ballistic trajectory it's either going to be right inside or further into the library and things shot out so fast it's either going up and down and come through the door or just like horizontal almost yeah how thick is the door it's That's the equivalent of how big is the room. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. Just trying to determine, like, it's like, how fast did it punch yeah, through? Yeah, has it punched? It's yeah. punched through, like, multiple inches of, mm. of solid, like, oak yeah. wood. Yeah, and it, it would have. It's probably, you know, like a, a normal door in those times. It'd be about an inch of wood. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, a fair yeah. force. We, we walk inside. Oh, I, Vernon walks inside, at least. Onwards. 
Um, Spook kickflips through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Very badly. (laughs) Prudence very nervously scuttles afterwards. Uh, Anne is going to look around to see if she can find Goop. Would Anne know about Goop as an undergrad? Yeah, Goop does hand out library cards to everyone, right? Just particular access for the the postgrads. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, uh, you can you can find Goop. It's like seeping up to the floor. Afternoon, yeah. morning. Uh, it would have been like middayish, I think, when this all happened, and you've only yeah. been exploring for sort of like, ten minutes. She, she, she just would get the good afternoon or the good morning, right? Yeah. Good afternoon, Goop. Have you noticed anything strange happen in the library today? Hello. Yes, I have noticed strange things. The building appears to be in terrible condition, and I cannot talk to the HAL robots. I do not understand how this has happened. Have you got any other information regarding anything that may have hit or impacted the library? A strange signature of a magical source appears to be emanating from the underlibrary. It was not there a week ago. Goop. Would it be all right if myself and, she indicates with like one arm, my friends were to venture into the under library to see if we can find out what the source of this magical signature is? Normally, undergraduates would not be allowed in the under library. However, in these exceptional circumstances, I am authorized to allow certain members of the public into the under library. Please present your library cards. Prudence uh, will get hers out and slowly show. Uh, Vernon pulls out his wallet and then, like, a concertina of, like, photos of his kids fold, like, tumbles out. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, hang on, it's in here somewhere. Just give me a minute. So you present your library cards one by one and this gloopy, like, tongue just, like, pseudopods out of out of gloop and just sort of licks the library card. Oh, and you get the feeling that that once that is done, the access is granted. Like stamps it with his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like programming the magnetic strip, just like with his gloopy tongue. <laughs> that is so unbelievably unpleasant. <laughs> uh, for those of you new to the show, gloop is a, a wax-like entity. Um this is all very terrifying and gross. I love it. The, the rough, Got the it. rough, uh, <laughs> roughly the same as Ublek is the. Um... Yeah. Mm. I mean, you got to get licked into the library, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Uh, uh, Anne's gonna go last, and she just like extends it out as far so that he basically doesn't the group the group basically doesn't have to move to to touch her card. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, Mr. Gloop, do you know if there are any books about, um, explosive crystals that, um, maybe we could read? There are many books in the underlibrary. Some of them may pertain to explosive crystals. Unfortunately, the help and learning support robots are not functioning right now, and they may not be able to help you locate said book. Um, that's okay. <laughs> I suppose. So, I, I've heard of the underlibrary. Um, can you point us in the direction of how to how to get down to it? I, I'm assuming by the name, underlibrary, it is down, right? 
Yeah, so, so Goop basically uh, tells you where to go um, and mm -hmm. gives you basic directions to enter the, the under library, which wouldn't take you too long to get to. Um, you know, Gloop is sort of, you know, once you get to the administration area, like Gloop is kind of, Gloop is kind of like the like the arbiter, so is pretty close to the entrance, um, which you notice isn't, um, like it isn't a standard door, like it's kind of almost like a secret passage. It's one of those things where if you know it's there, it's kind of obvious, but if you don't, you might, you just wouldn't pay attention to it. Huh, well, that's excellent finish on that door. Look at the workmanship. I didn't even know that was there. It is interesting what you see when you really are looking. Well, um, shall we? I don't see any reason not to progress to the underlibrary. Down the stairs, then. Let's go Just... find out what this magic source is, this magical mayo or restoration ranch. I don't know what kind of source it's talking about, but we'll see. <laughs> Great. So you are making your way through the underlibrary, and there's a suspicious amount of like cobwebs here, but you don't see any spiders. No, you'd think they'd take better care with this place. You know, uh, you, all these under, I think postgraduates coming down here, making use of it, be in better condition. Um, I don't know if anybody's taken care of anything for a week. Yeah, but I mean, a week isn't that long takes time for this uh, this kind of surely right i don't know spiders are pretty efficient aren't they i mean a week is one is, is ten thousand and eighty minutes so it is not an inconsiderable amount of time it's also or longer than i studied really for this to, test well if you really want to think about it it is one hundred thousand and eighty rounds <laughs> how many squares is it <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> I'll, I'll see myself out. <laughs> right. So we navigate through the under library, Ross. Yes, you do. You don't. You navigate, and it's um, it's kind of interesting that there there seem to be like unlike the library upstairs, which is a lot more open, like a, a library you would notice that the under library has a lot more corridors with like rooms coming off them, and books lining the corridors. Um, and it's kind of weird on, on looking up on one of the bookshelves, there's this weird corpse of a snake, but the snake looks to be made of books, but it's not moving. It's just- Do you, th hmm. Do you think that's a decoration or a, a previous inhabitant? Looks like some kind of scripture serpent. <laughs> oh no, that's not the scripture serpent. Trust me. Oh, um, okay. Some kind of book boa. A Anne's page gonna... python? <laughs> Anna's going to ignore the other three who are just standing there making puns about the name of this thing and just wants to like look up at it and scan to tell whether or not it is also a construct of some description because she is and is therefore very much understands what 
constructs alike. Yeah, cool. I'll um, I'll say that's definitely intent with expertise on your part. Um, three or two? I think it's three. You know, you're you're prepared. It's not like you're having to in the moment like have a look at this. Uh, two under, and a super intent. Great. Super intent. So you look at this and you are definitely sure that this is a construct of some kind, but it's currently inactive and you would also know that um, it was animated with uh, some kind of enchantment rather than being constructed specifically like this kind of was I guess transmuted from something into the form it is now but whatever magic made it is long gone at this point this appears to be some form of construct, and I would not be surprised if there are others like it in the underlibrary. Mm. However, the magic that it appears to require in order to animate does not appear to be present at this time. Well, uh, as it's my first time here, I don't know if these are naturally occurring book snakes or if we should be expecting... Like, if this is unusual, does anyone... I. I I don't think I've read a brochure about what's happening here in the underlibrary. Wasn't there talk about some kind of construction project happening? Aren't they rebuilding something? I believe the postgraduates requested some form of reconstruction after some incident that occurred in orientation week at the start of the year. However, I am not aware of the details as I am but an undergraduate student. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we press on and keep an eye out for more creatures made of books. Or constrictor constructs. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. Mm. Constructors, yeah. <laughs> so you make your way along several floors and these spider webs keep popping up, but again, you just, like, there are no spiders here. Like, why? It's kind of weird that they're here, but Maybe it's nothing. Maybe this place is just mm. old and dusty. Who's to say? Do we see any of the, the help and learning support um, constructs? The, the like, book librarian constructs? Yeah, I will say eventually um, you do come across one and it's, it's, it's literally, you see it and it's so strange. It's, it's putting the same book on the shelf, taking the book off again, looking at it, putting it back on the shelf and it's just in this loop of replacing the book taking it off looking at it putting it back on the shelf as if like whatever instructions it had at the time of whatever happened maybe it's just repeating those over and over again hmm. um and why don't you try talking to it you know um construct to construct are you implying that all constructs can communicate solely on the basis of us being constructs? Yes. I did not say that. I feel like we need to unpack this idea later, as it feels like something a construct would not say, and thus something I am interested in understanding further. It's very constructionist However, of you, Vern. <laughs> However, Just saying, you got I'm along with Gloop really well. Maybe... Are you implying that both Gloop and this library construct and I have something in common? 
yes. that you perhaps should not and cannot understand as we are different from you? I'm not saying I don't understand. I'm just saying that, you know, there's a, a smaller gap to cross. He's old. old. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ad is just I'm standing sorry. there, like, not realising the effect that these comments are having on Bannon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just... Sometimes I get really nervous and I get stuck in a loop of doing the same thing over and over, so I suppose I might have that in common. Um, <coughs> hello? And the construct turns to you and goes, Hello? Um... What are you doing? I am replacing the book on this shelf where it rightfully belongs. Well, why do you keep taking it back off? I do not understand the question. I don't understand either. Unfortunately, I cannot help you if you do not understand the question that you are asking. Well, what, what book are you replacing? Uh, and he turns, or, or they more actually, turns to look at it, and it's, it looks to be the mechanics of long-distance transportation via arcane methods. Um, does that say anything about transportation through time? I do not believe this book contains any information about the transportation in time, only distance. It takes me a long time to get somewhere. Are the two perhaps linked? Time and distance are indeed linked. Anne is going to turn to the construct and just say, Are you able to do anything other than continuously reshelf this book? I do not understand the question. I only need to reshelf this book one time. Uh, Anne would probably understand that that means that this is, this is likely stuck in a loop. And it cannot, it has not got any further instructions because time to, like, there is no instruction past this point. Um, so she's just going to turn back to everybody and say, I do not believe it has a next instruction and thus is now repeating its final instruction over and over again. It is the same as the idea of one must go to sleep and one goes to sleep and one repeats the process of being asleep for a set period of time. Um, and I don't, I don't think non-constructs work like that. She turns to look, turns to look at Prudence with just a like, I do not understand. Perhaps we can talk on this another time, as I fear there are other things that are more pressing at this moment. Excuse me, help in, help in a learning support construct? Yes, student. Um... I think I lost a magical device somewhere in the library. It's quite powerful. Could you help me locate it? I would do that, but unfortunately, I do not know where such a crystal resides. I didn't say crystal, I said device. I'm sorry, I do not know where such a crystal resides. Just amazing we didn't go that, I'm sorry, Vern, I can't do that. <laughs> just like like turn back to the group and like hi like you guys heard that right you all excuse heard excuse me search and rescue construct oh sorry that's not what you you are learning um <coughs> excuse me uh, can you please show me what you saw when you got your last instruction with your eyes 
like, ended? I am sorry, my function does not extend to describing my senses, only with helping students with learning. I would like to learn about what it's like to be a librarian, please. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I do not know what it is like to be a librarian. I am programmed only to assist librarians in their everyday tasks and with student learning. I would like to learn where the strange magical device and or crystal is in this library. Okay, roll me a... Um, <laughs> roll me a... Remember, Vernon instinct. is trying to be a lawyer. He's been practicing as yeah. a lawyer for a... <laughs> Uh, instinct. Uh, are you trying to persuade me for intent? Is that what you're uh, saying? No, yeah, I think instinct. You're trying to persuade. Okay. Um, how many dice? I think yeah, three. Three is good. Like that. You're very practiced at wordplay and uh, logical. Ooh. Okay. So I'm rolling instinct over. Mm. I got one success. Okay. That's still that's a success. Like it's that's good. So. The, the robot turns to you and goes, I saw a light trail. It was very fast. It appeared to hit the stairwell and fall down the open shaft. Great. Wait, the open shaft? What are you talking about? Correct. The library is unfortunately at the moment under some construction and the stairs to the bottom 10 levels are no longer in effect. Ah, um, How do we get down? I'm afraid I do not know that. Excuse me, sir. I would like to learn about the chemical composition of that thing that fell down the shaft. Uh, when and in hearing this, uh, Anne's going to pull out the small vial of powder that she found. Mm. She collected up. Unfortunately, I am not equipped to analyze substances. Only assist the librarians and help students with learning tasks. Can you please tell me where to find some books about the subject? I believe such books are confined to the bottom level of the library. Oh, okay, thank you. Can you assist with retrieving one of those books for us? Unfortunately, I am unable to descend the shaft. All right, well, I think we might be on our own the rest of the way, folks. I feel like you have made this poor, poor construct work beyond the means of their normal tasks and duties. It is an unfair thing to do to a construct. Oh, but look at how well he did it. <laughs> that does not mean I have to like it. Okay, that's oh. fair. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, help and learning support um, construct, thank you for your help with our learning support. You are welcome. And Vernon, like, turns on his heel and starts walking towards... Shaft. Like, down. <laughs> down throughout the library, looking so, for this shaft that he that the robot described. Yeah, so as it happens, you were already on the floor where the shaft begins, um, which is why the help and learning support uh, construct was able to, to see it. And indeed, as you get to the top, um, there are, you just see 10 floors worth of like, you know, like stone and what used to be stairs, like every now and then there's like a little bit of stair, you know, like 
um, poking out, but you can see there's there's quite a lot of rubble at the bottom, though not quite enough for there to have been all 10 stairs. You get the feeling that maybe some of this rubble has been cleared away. So whenever this happened, it, it wasn't super recently. Some work has been completed. Um, but it, it is quite hard to see the bottom, you know, because it, it, it is a little dark. Um, and th- there doesn't seem to be any super obvious way to get down there mm-hmm. uh, right now. Uh, Vernon will just, like, look down the shaft. Now that is a hole. Um, Scorp is going to try and, like, pick up, I guess, a pebble or something and just drop it into the hole. See how long it takes to hit the bottom. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. The speed of... Terminal velocity of a rock would be... What, about a metre a second? Maybe a little so, more, like a metre and a like a metre and a half, or like yeah, a pebble. Probably pretty velocity. close to that. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I reckon then... Uh, so 10 floors would be about 10 metres. So that would be like 150 seconds... No, that seems like too long for a rock to fall. So, no, what are you saying? If we're doing gravity, it's 9.8 meters a second. Yeah, right. So, it's about 10 seconds. seconds, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'm like, I can do the maths, but I need mm. to know whether you were, in, were including drag on the rock. No, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> I can do that. I just yeah, need to know. So, like, negligible <laughs> amount of drag on a certain <laughs> pebble, Fine. I would say. Um, yeah. Toss a pebble, wait 10 seconds, hear it echo up the, yeah. the thing. Yeah. That's pretty deep. Yeah. I think jumping's out of the question. Well, I mean, to be fair, you could do it once. Can we climb down the constrictor construct? Um, There may be some ladders for the construction people. Yeah, they've got to be getting up and down here somehow. It's got to be some kind of method of ingress. I mean, remembering that we live in a magical society... You might surmise that um, levitation or like featherfall <laughs> type spells might be used. Um, yeah, but sure, surely the, the the average bricklayer needs to get down here and help with construction. The average labourer, I guess, they could just yeah featherfall. I'm gonna say I have a magic item. Mm. Do we see any glowing crystals down in the rubble? You don't see them immediately from looking down um so either the light isn't quite strong enough to see it from that distance or maybe it tumbled elsewhere after hitting the bottom mm, maybe it's not um, glowing as, as bright as we think it would be there's no like hanging rack for like um hard hats and belts of levitation that the workers have been using to get up and down so <laughs> rather than taking them home with them you do notice uh fixed to the like the roof at the edge of the hole, there are actually several, like metal loops, um, like secured into the roof. As uh, as we are all arguably adventurers at a magical university, could it be? Would it be safe to assume that we all have fifty foot of hemp and rope? <laughs> I would. Say. I mean, I'm I'm not an adventurer. I'm a lawyer. Yeah, no. I'm... Would it be fair to say that it is likely that our orientation packs at said university gives us each fifty foot of hemp and rope? Hmm. I mean, I would say it would be a fair inference that maybe if there are loops there, um, materials may have been left in the vicinity Yeah, that may go with them. Hey, look at those loops. Maybe something goes around them. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get some safety equipment, some PPE. 
and uh, see what else we can find. Maybe there's at least one hut. I still think that if we can find a long enough book snake, we can climb down it. Okay. I wish I wish you would think about how the book snake might feel about that, Prudence. We could ask. They do not be- appear to be operative right now. Prudence, tell you what. You look for you look for a book snake, and we'll look for some some hard hats and whatever else we can find, and then we'll we'll meet back here in say three minutes. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to draft Team a complaint to Brick. the occupational health and safety department because leaving a shaft like this unattended is just gross negligence. <laughs> <laughs> but if everybody disappeared. Sorry, this is Debbie thinking out loud. Um, everyone if is everyone gone. just disappeared at one time, then there would be their leftover stuff, like they would have dropped all of their stuff. We're not seeing that, are we? No, although who's to say the work was happening on this particular day? But we've yeah. just traversed all over the campus to yeah. the library. Yeah. And have we seen ever, any evidence of things just dropped in disarray? Yeah. Or does it look like say, people? Yeah, I would say you would. Like, there's there was like a broken, like there were like some coffee mugs on the ground, like a couple mm. of like. But it's not objects. as though everyone's just like disappeared and their clothes have just fallen to the ground. Nothing like, like that. But certainly, <laughs> some objects seem to have like be oddly placed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. Um, I don't think everyone just got up and walked away when we got zapped into the future. I think people genuinely just disappeared where they were standing. Maybe there was like an evacuation, uh, some kind of disaster, and everyone fled. People drop stuff when they when they when they're fleeing. They do. That's true. All right. I think we, we have a bit of a search around, a bit of a rummage up here, mm-hmm. uh, and come back with what we find. Go team, break. Woo! Woo. Awesome. So, for the sake of expediency, I will say that you find the stuff. Um, you are able to, uh, especially with Spork's help. Um, create some what you think are pretty sturdy like repel um lines uh i'm 80 percent sure these will work but i will need a roll from each of you to see how well you traverse uh a a 10 meter repel and depending whether you think that you would know how this works uh, you mean you, a, a ten a ten story repel? Ten yeah, story, a, yeah. It would be like yeah. hundred meters. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I would, that um, Prudence did a lot of farm work growing up, mm. and so I think that she would have been used to like coming down from like the top um, sections of the barn, like just yeah. playing with ropes and things. So actually, I think she'd be surprisingly confident about it. Okay. Would you say that there is a uh, like a climbing club at Fairmostus University? Yes. Oh, I've, I've, absolutely. I mean, the, uh, it, it's a it's a skill that many people utilize in in the adventurous world. Anna's probably world, so. watched people do it, but probably hasn't done it herself. Mm. So it is entirely okay. like, but like on orientation day, she would have gone around to all of the different things and like watched people do. Sure all their things. Mm-hmm. So, so for the sake of this, I'm going to let everyone roll their preferred intent instinct because 
Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, if if you think that you would be at least a little skilled at it, you can be prepared. If you don't think you would have been skilled at it, you will be unprepared and only get to roll the one die. And I'm I'm doubtful any of you would be experts. Like it, it will be yeah. unlikely mm-hmm. as undergrads that you would be sort of yeah adventuring all the time. I think uh, all right. relying purely on the theoretical knowledge of how it should be done. Yeah. yeah. As you say, if that's the case, if I'm working purely on the theoretical knowledge of how it should be done based on watching it, it what do you think? Is it an intent or an instinct type role? Because she's very intenty anyway, but like that's not really down to like I. Well, you can you can all roll your preferred role. Mm. It's just whether you get to roll one or two, and I'll you can yep. be honest with yourselves and your character as to. It still sounds like intent if you're like. Yeah. You know, method the, the method is there, right? You're yeah, trying sure. to execute instructions for the first time. Um, yeah, but yeah. some people also are just kind of like yeah. gifted uh, athletics, you know, and yeah. can sort of like get a feel for stuff. So um, uh, I failed. Okay. Oh. What was the? How, how much did you fail by? Well, I've, I, I, there, there's only one number I can roll and fail. Oh, yeah. Two. You're very <laughs> so, okay. So yeah. yeah, I failed. Um, hmm. Vernon is gonna go instinct on this more than intent. He doesn't quite have the like technique, but he feels yeah. like he just has, like Fernand's raised some kids. He's got some upper body strength. He's, you know, mm, sure. just gonna try and go for it. He's only gonna one, only gonna go one dice though, because he's not particularly prepared. Great. Uh, so I'm trying to roll, this is intent. No, this is instinct. Roll over a three, I roll a four. Success. Great. I don't know what in- Ten, I think, with one dice, and I rolled a three, so success. Great. I went instinct with two because yeah. I grew up on a farm, helped build a well, things like that. Yeah. Um, I got a one and a two. So one was a fail, and one was my number. Great. So what I will say then, because of that, Super success. Um, as you're as you're rappelling down, you notice that android maybe because they're not. They don't have the same limbs as fleshy people. Uh, you know, robots don't always have the, the right articulation yes. to, yes. you know. She's hypermobile. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not, they're all universal joints. It's yeah. scary yeah, sometimes. It's the same arrangement of limbs. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, not, it's not the same kind of mobility, you know, right? When you yeah. see like Boston mm-hmm. Dynamics yeah. robots, they're always like mm-hmm. approximating. Little trotty type yeah. movements. And imagine also like, like, like she was like C-3PO trying to mountain climb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, she was probably watching the Arakocra students at the climbing and they always cheat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But no, oh, and you're flapping too much. <laughs> yeah, just like moving the arms like yeah. quickly. <laughs> like chicken wing with the But um yeah, basically you you notice that, oh that's that's not that's not good. Like that's gonna end badly given your experience. And you manage before she falls to like kind of say oh try and mimic this movement instead and i'll say because you got the super instinct you managed to sort of stop android from uh, falling Lately down stacking well. it yeah. <laughs> down, ten, down ten stories yeah good <laughs> this fall. <laughs> <laughs>